0: You're listening to World of WWE, a WWE podcast. Hey everyone, thank you for checking out the World of WWE podcast. I am your host Ant, and today we are going to be covering NXT from July 27th, 2021. Um, and I'm I'm sorry, but where's my introduction here? Oh, I guess it's here right now. My uh, co-host. macho man
1: dan dig
0: it dig it i love it yeah macho man dan is just like interrupting causing disruption like i think he did last podcast Mm -hmm. so speaking of that we for those of you who were listening which i hope were a lot of you we were ending our money Night raw recap and eric bischoff's old theme music came on at first i really believed it was dan doing it because i was behind my computer I wasn't doing it. Dan has my password because he took over for Carlos and social media. And I asked him if he was doing stuff, adding, hacking, And he claims it wasn't him. Dan, you sure it wasn't you? I, I, I'm telling
1: you, I swear
0: on my life,
1: man. I'm not doing this shit.
0: Well, <laughs> I hope you're not a liar. I don't think you are a liar. It definitely isn't me. That's 100% sure I wouldn't try to sabotage my own. Uh, product over here so i don't understand what's happening but i do want to apologize for those listening we don't ever try to end the podcast really quick like that we just wanted to make sure that no profanities or things that did not align with our beliefs come out on our podcast so that is why we ended quickly and that will not happen but hey as they say the show must go on yes the show definitely will go on and the show did go on as we started NXT as Tomasa champ, are you fuck? kidding me, Dan? Is that you doing it
1: again? No, I swear,
0: and it's not me. I promise. So, so you mean to tell me that there is a magic ghost in here because I'm not doing it. I, know. I, I, I guess, I guess so. I, it's not me, Dan. You're funny, but to be honest with you, this isn't really funny. Anthony, if if I was gonna if I was going to prank you, I wouldn't I
1: wouldn't mess with the podcast like this. I it's not me.
0: Well, it was me and it was me all along. Who is? Who? Is that fucking Vince McMahon? Hey Vince, Vince is on our podcast. Who? who what is happening? No, you
2: stupid idiots! Is me. Carlos is back.
0: Carlos. Carlos. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Well, Carlos, what are you doing here? Yeah, I'm confused because last time we talked, you didn't want to do the podcast. You wanted to move on and focus on your own thing. Uh, You're what? And now you're interrupting. I understand. Like, I thought we were on good terms. Why are you interrupting the podcast?
2: So I listened to last week's podcast and I thought it was trash without me on there. So I'm back to bring back what we need.
0: So though so, so the show was trashed. Thanks. Uh, um, uh, thank you for listening. Um, but so if you didn't like it, then why are you back?
2: So I've been receiving a lot of lot of messages and DMs from our supporters saying for me to come back, for me to come back, me to come back, me to come back. That they, that they need they need to hear my my opinions and everything. So I'm back now for the people. <laughs>
0: for the people. He's for the people's people. champion. I mean Dan what what I I did not expect to hear from Carlos. I, I
1: didn't either but I mean we did say
0: he's always welcome back so I mean and I'm not a liar I just wish that uh, you would have done it a bit more professionally but if you want to say that you heard people asking for you back I guess we can let you believe that. I guess. But, right, yeah. anyways, it is great to have you back, Carlos, 100%. Um, it was different without you. And I'm sure a read, lot of people. Don't worry
1: about shit anymore. That was a pain in the ass. Thanks, Carlos, for leaving me with that responsibility. <laughs> yes. Latino
0: Heat is back then. Latino, Latino Heat. Latino Heat is back. And the reigning tribal chief here because he did win our Money in the Bank prediction. So, right now, I'm, I'm, Head I've am i I've,
2: I've defend, I've de- I've been defending my championship since, I think I've been championed since the previous
0: pay-per-view app before this. Mm-hmm. WrestleMania Backlash, I think. Yes. Uh
1: No. What was the pay-per-view before
0: Backla- this? WrestleMania Backlash
1: was the one right before Money in the Bank. No, oh. no.
2: Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell. Oh, I, 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 right. Oh, my I, goodness. I, fir- I, first, I first won it at Hell in a Cell.
1: Hell in a Cell. Mm. All right. Right. Head right. of the table. Acknowledge me. Well, we certainly acknowledge you, Carlos. Thank you for coming back. Dan, um, do you mind joining us for this recap today? Well, I mean, I was originally just going to do it because Carlos wasn't here. But I mean, seeing as I already watched it, I I, I may as well stick
0: around. Awesome. And Carlos, I'm going to assume that you checked it out. I mean, I don't know. uh, I hope you did since you interrupted today's show. No, I definitely did. It was really good. All right, good. All right, so let's talk about it. So, we start off with a tag team match: Tomasa Champa and Timothy Thatcher taking on the Bruiserweight Pete Dunn and Oni Lorgan. <clears throat> this was a pretty good match. The ending came when Ridge Holland showed up, and he pretty much attacked Timothy Thatcher outside, and then Pete hit Tomasa Champa with two bitter <laughs> ends to get the victory for their team. And then after the match. Rich Holland attacked Thatcher again, and Pete Dunn and Oni Lorcan make Tomasa Champa watch his partner get attacked and mauled by Rich Holland. Let's start with Dan, since you know this. You, what do you think about Rich Holland? What do you think about the match and Pete Dunn and Oni Lorcan victorious?
1: Um, it was certainly interesting, considering the fact that they made him watch. I think that was a very good tactic. You know, because it kind of fucked with the person's head. Um, it was a good match. It was definitely, it was definitely good.
0: Yeah, awesome. And how about you, Carlos? What are your takes on the whole situation of the match?
2: I thought the match was really good. Um, good tag team action. I think. Uh, um, go ahead, Carlos. And yeah, that man was huge. I, I was not expecting that to happen. Yeah, I've never
0: seen him before. But he's huge. He, I know he competes in NXT UK, and my UK friend, shout out to Ellen, um, she talked, a, I feel like she talked about Rich Holland to me before, and he definitely is a big dude. He's going to be a huge powerhouse in NXT, and he's definitely going to be an added extra set of support for Pete Dunne and Oni Lorcan. Next, we see Hit Row. They're doing a promo. They're speaking Spanish against Legado del Fantasma. And Hit Row will be taking on Imperium later tonight. Next, Samoa Joe comes down to the ring. He tosses a table and chair. He sets it up and places a contract on the table. So he sets up a table in the middle of the ring. He calls William Regal down. And he tells Regal that he knows Regal is going to fire carrying Cross. But before he does, Joe quits NXT management. He says he wants to be an active member on the roster, And William Regal signs, you know, officiates him as a wrestler. And then Samoa Joe has a match in mind at TakeOver 36, Karrion Cross defending his NXT championship against Samoa Joe. William Regal signs the contract, and Samoa Joe and Regal shake hands. It is official. Samoa Joe will be returning to the ring after being out for a long time to take on Karrion Cross. This is going to be a brawl. Carlos, what are your takes on this match headlining TakeOver 36 and Samoa Joe fighting again? This is going to be really good because one thing
2: I noticed, they both have, like, chokehold, like, submissions. Mm -hmm. So, like, they kind of both have the same submission. But uh, I think we all saw this coming. Eventually, I thought I thought they were gonna have him maybe as manager for a little longer. Yeah. But, but yeah, I think we all saw this coming. Um, and the, I, I think the whole segment was good. I feel like Karen Cross should have been involved in it though. I just I I just don't feel like I don't just don't understand why he didn't like
0: he didn't interrupt or anything. Or he should have at least been involved. In it. True. We're used to seeing a lot of like hostility go down during these events. Yeah. And- Dan, how about you, Macho? What do you think about Joe coming back? I'm I'm glad he's back. I feel like he can
1: uh, do a lot better and and actually like he did before. I mean, on the main roster, he just wasn't
0: used correctly. Yeah, I agree. I was actually watching, and this will be coming up, a little spoiler for everybody, a little tease. We are going to be coming out with our – greatest NXT takeover matches and Samoa Joe definitely has some matches on there and he was just amazing and you're right Dan they definitely um, didn't play to his strengths in WWE for me I'm excited I I thought they I thought they did kind of like he had some
2: really good like like promos and everything and like his matches that he had true but like when he first came up and remember when he injured Seth Rollins and then like he was, like, like a dominant force. I feel like he should have been, like, a main, a main roster champion. That's the, that is one. True.
0: And that's why I was going to say that's the reason why I say he was held back because he was NXT champion for more than one occasion. And I just feel like you said I feel like he should have been used as, like, a main event, like, WWE champion, especially if they're using Bobby Lashley right now. Um, but for me... I don't know what to think of this match because Karrion Cross is already an active member on Raw, which usually means that those, like, if you go back Sasha Banks versus Bayley, Sasha was the NXT women's champion when she debuted on Raw. And then that Sunday she dropped it to Bayley at TakeOver Brooklyn. Um, I, I don't know, maybe something's going to happen, but I don't see Karrion Cross leaving TakeOver champion since he's on Raw, which kind of upsets me because it ruins the main event. But I could be wrong, but I am excited nonetheless to see some Mojo get in there and kick some ass. Next up, Ellie Knight is golfing, and he has his caddy Cameron Grimes with him, and Cameron Grimes just continues to distract Ellie Knight from hitting the ball in the hole. That's what she said. Uh, Nothing much to go from from there, just a little segment. Next, we have the NXT Breakout Tournament. We have Carmel. Carmelo Hayes taking on Josh Briggs. This guy, Josh Briggs, I had never seen him before. He is six foot eight. And there's a cool moment where Briggs hits a huge big boot and a one-arm choke slam, but he gets a two count. Carmelo Hayes gets the win after a backwards flying axe kick off the top rope. That was really cool. And we know that in the the NXT TakeOver Breakout – not TakeOver. Oh, my goodness. The NXT Breakout Tournament semifinals will be taking place, and we know that it will be Duke Hudson taking on Carmelo Hayes. We'll start with you, Dan. Thoughts on Carmelo and Briggs?
1: It was, again, it it was interesting because – Oh, I mean, everything in NXT is just really different to me. I mean, I'm not used to these guys, but it it it, it was really good. It was really good. Yeah, I don't have any other thoughts on that.
0: How about you, uh, Carlos? Your thoughts on this match and Carmelo? I Wayne. thought it was
1: really. I also
2: thought it was really different. I'm not really used to seeing these new guys. Like, it's a good way to build them up, but. But um, I feel like it kind of takes away from the NXT, actually, like NXT superstars that are there, mm. kind of. Yeah, but it was it was
0: it
2: was different. You know, the I, whole tournament is kind of different.
0: It is. I don't really understand the breakout tournament. I know that Bronson Reed was involved in it last year. Cameron Grimes. I think Austin Theory. Um, um what's his name? Elias Swerve. He was who? Oh, Isaiah Scott Swerve. Yeah, Isaiah Swerve Scott. Sorry, <laughs> Isaiah Scott Swerve that should be his new name um yeah i agree i mean it doesn't really do much for me it's a good it was a decent match but the breakout tournament there was really no point to it but i'm
2: not i know i'm rooting for carmelo hazel he's one of mine he's really good
0: all right all right i like the cool backwards axe kick it reminds me of booker t um after this match we see another segment with la Knight at the golf course and la actually hits a ball into the water and makes Cameron Grimes go out and get it. After Grimes grabs the ball, Teddy DiBiase shows up in a golf cart, and he tells Cameron Grimes that Cameron wasn't born to be a butler. Cameron was born to be a champion. What did you guys think of this segment? We saw Teddy DiBiase come back, kind of rooting Cameron Grimes on. What do we think here? Uh, again,
1: it, it's interesting because, you know, you haven't seen something like that in a, in a long time, you know? Yeah. Not since, like, what was it, Million Dollar Man and Virgil? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. So, I mean, it's, sure, it's not original, but it's a great kind of throwback to it. Yeah, yeah. And I was I just th- really disappointed
2: that I that we didn't hear the Million Dollar laugh.
0: Oh, yeah, you didn't
2: do that. You're
1: right.
2: Mm. Usually every little segment that he has, he tries to throw it in there.
1: Mm.
0: i there's a moment let me add this because this happens later on but just to kind of close out the cameron grimes and la night saga later on there's a moment where grimes goes to hit the golf ball and the golf ball or no it's not the golf ball the i think the I don't know what, the golf club. Yeah, he uses the golf club, and I think it hits LA in the nuts, and so he's upset about that and that kind
1: of. I, <laughs> I hope he was wearing a cup.
0: <sighs> I hope so. I know
1: it looks <laughs> like it hurt. <laughs> like he hit Otherwise, him a couple he times. Him
2: he, he, he hit him a couple times in the in the in the in the, in the, area. <laughs> in the also, area. I also hope he
1: wasn't having planned on having kids.
2: <laughs> a lot of people got hit in the area this week. Baron Corbin on SmackDown last week. <laughs> You know, La Knights on
0: NXT. There's been an assassination with balls, I guess. <laughs> WWE <laughs> likes to like to promote that, I guess. I don't. Know. He, he likes
2: they like they like to hit people's in the balls.
0: There's always something good about a great pair of balls. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it remi- it kind of
0: reminds me, like all of this, kind of reminds me of like when
1: AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura which just repeatedly hit each other in the nuts.
2: Or do you remember? Or um, or the time when um, when 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 Dean Ambrose and Styles was gonna go for the phenomenal form, then Dean Ambrose knocked him off. Then he was oh, He was literally hanging from the fucking ropes on his nuts. Oh, yeah. And then Dean Ambrose was-, was like shaking his hand, and then, and then was,
1: after like, and then He's, and then he shook his hand. like, and they patted his shoulder and walked away. And AJ Styles just after, after, ah, after, ah. after SmackDown came up, the, came went up the air. John Cena
2: came out, did his run against the ropes, and AJ Styles was still hanging from the rigging ropes. Roman Reigns came out, shook the ropes, and then everybody was like getting getting their own. eye
0: oh my god, that, that was that must have been really horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you Late Knight know, understands what AJ Styles definitely went through uh <laughs> after that. So story. off the balls topic. Was that a lot of balls popping? Yeah. No, I said off the ball off the balls topic. Oh, yeah, because he keeps talking about balls. I mean, it's always fun to talk about balls, right, guys?
1: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs>
0: Anyways, uh, we're going to move on. NXT Women's Champion Raquel Gonzalez, Big Mommy Cool. Uh, With Dakota Kai. And Raquel basically says, who's next? She's beat everybody. Dakota Kai takes the mic and says, her friend, Big Mommy Cool, is the most dominant female in NXT. She's more dominant than Paige, Emma, Asuka, Charlotte Flair. Flair, Bailey, Sasha Banks. She never said
2: Sasha. She never said Sasha.
0: Well, yeah, because Sasha's not in, in the league. She's, right? Isn't she, like, she never, beneath? But she never
2: said Raquel. Sasha. Yeah, yeah, because
0: she's beneath her, right? I was getting <sighs> so defensive over Sasha. I'm breaking balls. I'm joking. Um, I said that Sasha was beneath Raquel. That's why she didn't mention her, but I was breaking balls. Um. Okay. basically Dakota says no one will step to Raquel as long as Kai is Raquel's friend. Raquel will always be champion. And then Raquel goes to pose with, with the title. And then Dakota Kai runs and hits a running kick right to Raquel's face and holds the NXT Women's Championship above her. Dakota Kai turning on her friend after being with her for a year. Dakota Kai wants the NXT Women's Championship. She said to her, as long as I'm with you, you're going to be okay. And now it doesn't look like Raquel's going to be okay. What do you guys think about the upcoming match? It looks like for TakeOver 36, Dakota Kai versus Raquel Gonzalez. I'll go with Carlos first. So I was not expecting that at all.
2: Like I was, I thought that was like the last thing on my mind. Like see that, see Dakota turn on her like that, but it's going to be a good one. I know it is. Even though like the size the size advantage goes to Raquel, um, I I feel like it's gonna be a good match to see. Okay. But I, after that, and if Raquel retains, who's next after that? There's not really anybody that she could fight, you know. You're right. You're I mean, right. We haven't we haven't really seen anybody at, like actually like step up to the plate, you know. Like maybe we could see Candice LeRae, but she's a heel. We won't really that won't really make
0: sense. True, true, true. How about you, uh, Dan? What are your thoughts? I'm
1: – so basically, even though I don't watch NXT, and I've said this a few times already, I know, but um, I think I, – I really did like this promo. It, 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 I feel – even though I've never seen the characters – well, I've seen the Kai before. I've seen her before. She, she's a good wrestler. Um, but I feel like it kind of fit their, their heel-ish kind of characters and everything. And now that that happened, I think that was really cool, like, you know, just seeing, seeing that, and I thought it worked very well. And after hearing what Carlos said, I kind of have to agree that Dakota Kai is more than likely going to win against her former friend now. This,
2: I guess that'll, like, build the feud up a little longer, like, between the yeah. two, if yeah. Dakota wins, which I don't think is going to happen. But I think Dakota would win. I think she would.
0: I don't think she's gonna win. I did think it was a good. I liked the way that they explained why she did it. You know, she's like, as long as I'm with you, you'll be champion. But it's time for me to be champion. You know, like, yeah, at least
1: that makes sense compared to some of the other bullshit yeah. WWE
0: does. I do. I do think that like it's a long-term storytelling, and that's what I love about it. But. I do think they're gonna have a good match, but I don't think that Dakota needs to win for the rivalry to continue. I can see Dakota Kai. Um, I don't know. Like I have a feeling, and this is gonna be way off base, but I have a feeling Dakota Kai might have someone up her sleeve, and oh, helping her out. Yeah, not like not like gonna be like working forever, but I think she might have someone who. I don't know as big or as strong, but I feel like this person might try to help Dakota in the match, although that, and then maybe Dakota could win the title that way, but I don't see Dakota getting a clean finish on Raquel. But I do like how, even if like, what I also like about it was when they did the, they did a recap of it. They show the way that like Raquel is looking at the fans and once she turns around and the boot kicks her, you hear a lady scream. And it looked so just like like it was not expected. And I really like that. Because sometimes you expect things like these. Like I did expect Dakota Kai to turn on Raquel, but I liked the way they did it. So I'm excited. Next, we see the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions, Zoe Stark and Io Shirai. In the back, and Zoe continues to ask Io Shirai to hang out with her. And EO is like, No, I don't want to. And then Zoe's like, Come on, we gotta get on the same page. We're tagged, we're a tag team. And then Io Shirai just walks off. So EO is having none of Zoe Stark. We then, no, but she did, it, she did, a, she did agree to
2: hang out though, but she just
0: walks away after that. Yeah, so maybe they'll have like a couple segments of them like hanging out, but really weird for our tag team not be on the side same- I'm with I'm with
2: Eo though. Like Eo, like like, like fuck everybody else. You know, I got the gold, I you know, fuck everybody else.
0: <laughs> yeah, but if you think about it, Eo needs to be a little bit smarter because she needs her tacking partner to I know that
2: that's like that's a whole different story. That's like in-ring, but like outside of the ring, you know,
0: that's a whole different story. true but I do feel like the more chemistry and the more time you spend with someone the more it pays off in the ring. You know your partner's strengths and weaknesses by spending time with them outside of the ring. Like, yes, in the ring, you know their moves, but if, like, Raquel and Dakota, they're going to have a hell of a match because Dakota knows what makes Raquel tick, and Raquel knows what makes Dakota tick, and it's going to be a crazy match. These two need to get on the same page because you're going to have people like um, The Way, Challenging them and they might lose, or Casey Katnizaro and Lace and Caden uh, Carter, who we'll be we talking about in a moment. So, but I do hear you that i is just great on her own; she doesn't need anybody. But you know, she's attacking champion now, so she might need a partner. Yeah. Next, Mandy Rose is backstage, and she's actually talking to J C Jane and Gigi. I don't know her last name. And Mandy sees the cameraman and tells him to get away. It looks as if Mandy is trying to create a faction with JC and Gigi. What do you two think of this? Because we've seen her a couple of weeks. She's been scouting talent. Is Mandy Rose creating a new faction? What do we think?
2: It seems to be she may be doing the same thing that, that Paige did with her.
1: Mm-hmm. That, that's... You,
2: remember when Paige debuted, um, like, as, a, as Absolution. Absolution? Yeah.
1: It yeah. seems to be the same thing. Okay. I don't really like that. I don't think it would really work too well. I mean, I don't know if that makes sense, but I, I, I don't feel that would really work too well.
0: Okay. All right. Next, we have mm-hmm. a tag match between Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter against Frankie Monet and Jesse Famea with Robert Stone. During the match, Robert Stone threw his Murphs And he accidentally distracts Frankie Monet, allowing Casey and Caden to hit a flying double. What is that? Like a double team finisher, getting the win for their team after the match. Frankie is furious at Robert Stone. What do we think? We know Casey and Caden, they're a great tag team. What do we think about Frankie Monet and her teaming up with Jessica May? And fun fact, for those who don't know, Frankie Monet is actually married to John Morrison. Fun fact.
1: That's interesting. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, I actually realized
2: that because um, last night on Raw, like, like when John Morrison lost his match, he posted like a
0: like a cursing emoji under the comment section. Yeah. So I was like, oh my god. Well, let's mm. start with Carlos. What do you think about uh, Frankie Monet so far at NXT and her working allegiance with Robert Stone?
2: Uh, well, I don't know how to feel about her. She's she's cool, but I don't know. Not really much to she. She's I think missing something. She has a lot of she has like the charisma. She has everything, and I guess she's like a good like learning tree to like work under. I really like Jessica Camilla. She's like really she's like top. Then the top, um, um, how do I say? it Like top dogs, I guess to me.
0: Mm, yeah. Yeah. Okay. How about you, Dan? Um, I kind of have to agree with Carlos on it. I mean, it
2: was, I, I mean, I now know <laughs> what I meant to say. Like, I get, I hope that Jessica May get something good out of, out of working with her.
0: That's what oh, I You meant. want Jessica May to be like a top, like contender for the title.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I hope she gets something good out of it.
0: Okay. Sorry, Dan. Go ahead. It's okay. Um, you We're seeing
1: that, it, it basically looks like they're going to split up. I mean, it doesn't seem like that tag zone is going to last for very long, considering the fact of way how she reacted after the match. So... It looks like they might just take Robert Stone out
0: of the group. Yeah, it might. But where's Aaliyah? I thought she was going to be debuting on the main roster sometime. I heard that left. Aaliyah traded spots with Mandy Rose, so Aliyah is supposed to be on Raw, and Mandy is now in NXT.
2: And I heard that Naomi's on SmackDown.
0: I, I think that's true, right? I think so. I heard that she got moved.
2: Yeah, like after Money in the Bank, they
0: moved her. Yep. But yeah, let's, let's go. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 interesting. It's different. Mo- a lot of these, a
2: lot of a lot of things are happening that they're not telling us.
0: Yeah, a fans. lot of backstage stuff going on. We then see Wade Barrett having an interview with Roderick Strong and Malcolm Bivens. And basically, Roderick Strong tells Bobby Fish that when he finishes him, this is over between them. I really like this new Roderick Strong character. He's very just, like, intense and in your face. So, yeah, I like that. I mean, there's really nothing much to talk here about. It's just, you know, him challenging Bobby Fish.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Next, we see Imperium taking on hit row with the NXT North American champion, Isaiah Swerve Scott. And just something to note before the match, I found out that Isaiah Swerve Scott said that Santos Escobar's son will be a failure just like Aunt Escobar when he grows up. Which.
2: Oh, that I know. Oh, I know that
0: would get under ice if fire in that. Yeah. So. And it's, during the match... I didn't, I didn't
2: realize that he said
0: that. Yeah, he said... Uh, during the match, Santos Escobar comes down and attacks Isaiah Swerve Scott, allowing him, him to hit their finisher on hit row and get the win. After the match, Legato Del Fantasma attacks hit row. But Isaiah Swerve Scott runs in with a tear, sending Legato packing. What do you guys think of this feud between Isaiah Swerve Scott and Santos Escobar? Or... Hit Row versus Legado del Fantasma.
1: I think it's good. After seeing that, that, that was really good.
0: Yeah, yeah. How about you, Carlos?
2: Yeah, I thought it was really good too. The only thing I'm just confused about is who are the heels in this situation. Honestly, it's it's hard to tell who are the heels and who are the faces, and like yeah. in the situation. Perfect.
0: I have like thing- like
2: look, because I searched last say something bad about him about um this guy's son, but then um. But then uh, Santos Escobar wants to come out and then, like, like use a chair or something. So it's, like, kind of hard to tell who are the
0: heels and who are. Yeah. I think that based on the – fe- It kind of threw me off. Based on the, threw the me reaction, off. I think they just think kind of like Stone Cold Hit Row is badass. They're not good. They're not bad. The fans like them, you know. I'm, yeah.
2: not, a, I'm not the bad guy. I'm not
1: a good
0: I'm guy. a
1: good
0: guy. A I'm not a bad guy. guy. I'm the guy. Yeah. I mean he's... the fans really like um, um and that that is I really like when it's organic. Um, they really hate Legado Del Fantasma, which is great because their heels are supposed to get that. Um yeah. That's was... kind of
2: like the reaction that Roman Reigns is getting right now, like with crowds. Yeah. Like yeah. He's a heel, but he's getting but he's getting cured most
1: mm-hmm. of the time now. Well, it's when he's really doing promos, he's getting cheered. Whenever he's doing matches, people will boo. No, I know this is kind of off topic, but so I like follow like the live
2: events that they've been doing lately, like Milwaukee, Detroit, and he's been getting cheered in every single city, like the city, like, like, I feel like when they're live that they use too much, like, um, they, they still use, uh, fake noise. So like it could sound like he's getting booed, but in, in, in the live events, they don't use that. So I, in the fans now are all like cheering him every single. Go ahead, Carlos. Go ahead. Like when they're making they're making their entrance because the Uso's like been coming out with him. Like they, they all come out together because it's been like a like a six-man tag every live event that they've been doing and like the John it was it's been like the bloodline versus this or this or this and then yeah. every time they came out always cheered.
0: <laughs> well, I, know. I have a feeling that the reason why he gets cheered, um and this gonna like This not what the people wanted in the first place when he first came but i also think because um and dan i talked about this too before i think his theme music plays a little bit into it because it makes him seem imposing like when you hear that 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 first you know sound and then it's just you know it's like a really but then also i think it's like because he's like it's almost like you love to hate him you know he's he he's just like kind of like hit row or like you know like it's fun to like a Vince McMahon like when Vince McMahon comes out you boo him but I feel like the fans have respect for Roman Reigns now I think I think they just cheer for him because it's like it's kind of cool it's like like a Brock Lesnar. Like, we don't like Brock Lesnar, but if you see him, you're like, oh, shit, Brock Lesnar. and cheer at first, you know? Not really. No. Uh, I see
2: Brock Lesnar, I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm just because the uh, music, like, that's the only part I'm Be like, oh, shit. But now, when I actually see him, boo.
0: But, but if you haven't been to a wrestling show in over a year, like most of these people from the different states have you gonna, yeah, yeah, that, you're gonna, gonna every everyone,
2: everyone. All of everyone. the fans,
0: been in there over and
1: over a year, yeah. So, I think like the, like I the,
2: fir- the first SmackDown, everyone was getting cheered, kind of,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. And I
2: do think that Roman Reigns has, I mean, been
1: how
0: Vince McMahon was, was being cheered when he came back, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But yeah, Roman Reigns is good. I back to NXT, though, I am excited for Isaiah Swerve sort of Scott and Santos Escobar. They're gonna drop the bar at TakeOver 36 if they make that match happen. We then see the Way backstage, and Indy Hartwell shows them a picture that Dexter Loomis drew of Dexter Loomis hanging out with the Way. And Indy says that Johnny versus Dexter, Johnny Gargano versus Dexter Loomis is going to take place next week. And if Johnny loses, then Indy Hartwell gets to stay with Dexter Loomis. But if Johnny wins, she has to stop seeing Loomis. So they're calling this a love her or lose her match. And this is taking place this upcoming week of NXT. This storyline with Dexter Lumis has been going on for a long time now. I feel like we're going to see a final ending. What do we think about that match? I'm excited for it. Yeah.
2: yeah me too. I can't wait to see
0: the outcome of this. Yeah, like I'm excited to finally see the, the finale. Like what the big payoff. Is she going to be with him or is she not? Because it's been like a soap opera ever since. And we have our final match. I do have some news before we go after this match. Adam Cole taking on Bronson Reed, the colossal. Cole gets the win after he hits his finisher. And then after the match, Kyle O'Reilly runs down and attacks Adam Cole and hits him with a suplex on the side of the ring steps, laying Cole out. What do we have to say about the match and then the moments after Kyle O'Reilly got booed after he attacked Cole? What do we think?
1: I think it was a good way to show, like, how kind of like how Kyle's kind of mad at Adam, you know? Yeah, I think it was good.
0: I mean, that's just my yeah, no, it was interesting. How about you, Dan? Not Dan Carlos. Oh my gosh, (laughs) yeah, just (laughs) talk. Go ahead, Carlos. So I'm a huge fan of Kyle O'Reilly. So I
2: was really happy to like see him like get some payback kind of. Yeah. He's like this that's the same thing that Adam Cole did to him a couple months ago. Yeah. On, um, and so I'm h i am was happy. I was happy to like see a more aggressive side of him. You know he was he I didn't really realize that he was getting booed. But um but yeah, I was happy to like see that more aggressive side of him come out.
0: Me too. I was excited to see what that. Do,
2: what, do, what do they call what do they call it? The killer instinct?
0: Killer instinct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Killer um, instinct. I think they're gonna have a great match. I do feel like they're gonna settle it at Takeover 36. I do have some news though that's gonna kind of change things. So I just found out today that Adam Cole's contract with WWE is up, and he's. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. He supposedly no. Is to be, he supposedly, is going to be working through SummerSlam, and then that's it. Um. Now that so wait, WWE, like no more
2: NXT, or like just gone from WWE in general?
0: Well, if WWE doesn't re-sign him, then he's gone from WWE. Because oh even if you God. work for NXT, Man. you're still under a WWE contract.
1: Oh
2: wow!
0: So I swear, uh, I really wait. I, really, I you know, you guys, you know,
2: remember that that episode of SmackDown when Roan Reigns Superman punched Vince McMahon? <laughs> I really want
0: I, re, I really want to do that
2: shit right now. Just boom! Just <laughs> everyone.
0: Get Vince. To be fair. just to be fair that does not mean that negotiations and talks won't be happening to have him re-sign
2: yeah I know but look what everything's been happening in the past couple months you think Adam Cole's really going to want to re-sign with WWE after all these releases All look what they've been doing with Carrying Cross on the main roster
0: and he's probably like okay oh, like, they're going to do that to me Adam Cole's wife Britt Breaker is the AEW women's champion too so I mean
1: I can't man They really just want a Superman punch
0: in the face. I mean, they can do what the hell they want. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll we'll have to see. Really quick, again, this is kind of related to NXT because we do know that Bray Wyatt was released. However, Bray Wyatt is on social media talking about releasing the House of Wyndham. Wyndham is is Bray's real name. And it seems as if, you know, that might be a new sort of gimmick. Also, if he does join AEW, his former partner, Luke Harper in WWE, he's known in AEW as Mr. Brody Lee, was in charge of the Dark Order faction. And that would make sense if Bray Wyatt did join and become the new leader because part of the reason supposedly why Bray was out was due to mental health. By losing his friend Luke Harper or Brody Lee, so it would make sense for Bray to do that. So, just, just some news, you might see some things going on. Um, but yeah, a lot of NXT talent has been released, mm-hmm. and it's bad. But all right, that is it for NXT July 27th. It has been a doozy of an episode, we had we found out the culprit. Messing with our podcast was Carlos, and he is back. Glad to be back, guys. Glad to be back. We know that Samoa Joe will be taking on Karrion Cross at TakeOver 36. We know that Dakota Kai is no longer Raquel Gonzalez's friend. And we also know that Adam Cole is going to be in pain and looking for vengeance on Kyle O'Reilly. A lot happened tonight. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe, like, and hit the notification bell. We always talk about how easy it is when you hit the notification bell. You get one message on your phone. It tells you when our videos, our podcasts pop up. And Dan, say it for us. Dig it. Well, yes, but also that it's so easy to do. (laughs) Oh, I thought you were telling me to say dig it. (laughs) (laughs) Still dig it totally too. Um, Yeah. But yeah, it's so easy to do. Uh, You can follow us too on Facebook. Instagram. We're going to drop everything down in the description, so no need for me to list all. But, two last thing, follow us on Spotify. Also, we are going to be releasing our top 15 SummerSlam matches of all time. That's going to be dropping the weekend weekend of SummerSlam. (laughs) So it'll be dropping on Friday the 19th. So check that out. And again, that is it. Carlos and Dan, any last words? Have a good day, guys. Guys, stay safe. Enjoy enjoy your weekend.
2: And yeah, see you guys next week.
0: And the countdown is on for me. Carlos and I are going to finally meet in person. We're going to be going to um, Mass and Square Garden for SmackDown. That is September 10th. So we have how many days? One. We have a couple of days left. I'll I'll tell you in our next recap. But again, thank you guys for listening. Stay safe, and yeah, we will see you next week with NXT. NXT. Bye.
2: See you.